What's going on, Clipper Nation? It's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am positive Chuck Mockler. We are Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network. Yes. Shout out the whole network. Yeah. Shout out the Clips. Shout out us. It was a good weekend. It was a heck of a good weekend. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you today. We're going to kick things off over uh, with a little recap of yesterday's or the weekend's action by yeah. the time that you're listening to this, uh, of that 133 to 130 win over the Pels. This one had me nervous, man. <laughs> this was a weird one to keep up with. This one had me really, really nervous. Yeah. Uh, Great way to start a long road trip, though. Weird way, but a, and a good weird. Yeah, I, I would say great. <laughs> I would say great. Um, and so every single Monday, we do the freshies. Talk about who and what is fresh. Uh, you know, a little bit of like what we'd like to see more of from, from some new guys, some rotation kind of pieces. Yeah. We got to talk to Michael Green, uh, especially just after that, that Pelicans game. More of a refresh. Um, yeah, mo- or definitely, definitely a refreshy. They're going to wrap things up with some classic shavings. Um, we got to talk about the lineup. The starting lineup situation. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> there is a bizarre trade uh, that has been proposed by an anonymous former executive. So we'll be we'll be talking turkey on that too. <laughs> uh, all that and more coming up right about now. So the Clippers, in a nail biter, got the win over the Pels in New Orleans. The two thirty game. It's, there's nothing Doc hates more than a 2.30 game. My favorite part about Doc not liking these afternoon games is he said, one of the first things he said of why he doesn't like them is because you can't eat your lunch at the regular time. Yes. It throws you off. Uh, but they did not have Drew Holiday. We did not have Paul George or Mo Harkless, uh, which was kind of a letdown. Hope his back's okay. Yeah, me too. I think he should be good to go for the game on Tuesday. But nevertheless, we got the win. Uh, Kawhi... Just keeps doing Kawhi stuff. Dude, uh, I don't. First Clipper since, I believe, Bob McAdoo to have five consecutive games with 30 or more points. And World Be Free. Yeah, he has the most points in a five-game streak uh, tied with World Be Free, I think. He had 39, 6, 6, and 5 steals. 53% shooting. His defense looked more Kawhi-ish. Uh, yeah, five steals? You think? <laughs> Uh, over his last five games, he's at 36, 6, 5, and 3 steals on 55% shooting from the field, 43% from 3, 87 from the line. He's carrying the team through some uh, games right 50, now. 40, 90. <laughs> it's, it's amazing to see. Um, yeah, it, it is really incredible. Lou Williams, to me, was kind of the, the hero of this game. Uh, he Not the a- guy who went 39, 6, 6, and 5? <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> just in that, like, it's a bounce-back performance. I, I don't he wanna, came in hot for, after the first half. He, he came in hot. Um, he finished with 32-4-5. and five. He was just so efficient. You know, he had an off game, uh, that, that last game back at Staples. So it was good to see him, like, continuing in this post-six, uh, which is yes. what I'm going to call it, this post-six yeah. streak. Um yeah, he, he got off to a rough start. He was 1 of 5, but he finished six, with 6 of 11 in the second half. And, I mean, it was huge. Like, he had another classic dagger, uh, which is, yeah, I, I guess that's why I would lean towards, uh, obviously, Kawhi. <laughs> Kawhi saved the game. No, Kawhi won the game. Lou saved the game. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, Lou was 4 of 7 from 3. Yeah. Which was... I don't know. I was we were keeping up with this game. Um, Trez had 24, 9 of 11 shooting. 
The Luintrez pick and roll was in full effect. Oh, yeah. I mean, we crushed them in points in the paint. 64 to 52. Which is surprising <clears throat> given we're going to talk about what we didn't like. One of their guys went 10 for 10 inside the paint. That was absurd. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about that. That was absurd. Yeah, that wasn't tight. Um, Bev had one of his classic, like, almost triple doubles. Nine six six three steals. He held Ingram to two of eight shooting, which was huge. Ingram had been rolling. This Pels team punched us in the mouth in yeah. the first half of this game. Which oh, I mean, as you sh- as you should though. Um, like if you're if you're the Pelicans at home and we came there and they didn't punch us in the mouth, I feel like that team sucks. They've been playing really well. Um, Shaman did a bunch of good things. He was assertive. Uh, he put the ball on the floor. Yeah, it's it's it was looking good though. Uh, you know that I'm not. I'm, he's been good the last few games. He's uh, no mass. Um, the fourth quarter defense, and then we'll get into what we didn't like because that was pretty much the rest of the defense. Um, pretty rough to start the game. We gave up 80 points at half. Yeah. And this one held uh, them 20, though, in the fourth. Yeah. Everything um, got progressively better defensively as this game went on. So I, before we get into the stuff we didn't like, I don't want to get. Is this a team that if we hold another team to tw- like we can play one good quarter? I guess is what I'm saying, and the rest of the game kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, it was I, one of those games because that's not, what happened. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that that's good. Uh, yeah, but I'm also like that's not terrible either. If you can show up for like one, uh, it doesn't even have to be perfect quarter. Just one really really good quarter. It was uh, a borderline perfect quarter. Borderline but- perfect quarter, and then the rest is just kind of. Fine. If you're keeping it within striking distance. This one was pretty, felt pretty damn far from striking distance there. Yeah, this one got kind of out of hand a little bit. Going into the half. But let's get into what we didn't like in this one. Uh, You know, as we talked about, like that, the first half, like we got a, we we only won one quarter of this game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, you know, that that was a little bit discouraging. Yeah. and I don't know. The biggest issue for me was like that first half day. That first half defense favors just got anything that he wanted. He, <laughs> he was perfect the whole game. He went ten of ten and he had eleven boards. Yeah, absurd. He killed us. Absurd. Um, not great. Not a great outing from Zubats in that regard. Um, he only had fifteen minutes. One of five from the floor. Three fouls. Their pace was crazy in the first half. They went eleven of twenty-one on threes <laughs> in the first half. Only finished the game with 15 total made. So they're like their shooting fell off a cliff. Fell hugely off a cliff. But totally. That, they almost, I mean, the pick and roll defense was bad in the first half. Magruder started this game and the rotations were weird in this game. The rotations were off. That was a thing I think a lot of people didn't like in this I, game. I got to agree. When Derek <laughs> Favors is going 10 to 10, how are we not seeing Patrick Patterson earlier in the game? Just something different. How are we not <laughs> seeing more minutes from Jamichael Green? Like, there's just. We talk about the depth of this team, but does it freaking matter if these guys aren't seeing any minutes? Magruder finished with 32 minutes. Jamichael had 15. Patterson had five. Magruder's guys were scoring on him, too. He wasn't locking down defensively exactly. Um, Favors, this has happened before. Favors has had games where he's had like 20 and 20, and we just kind of keep, we just like sit there and deal with it. Yeah. And I don't. The Magruder minutes were crazy in this game. The, I like Magruder. The the Magruder minutes and it felt like a lot. Were crazy. Thirty two minutes. I mean, he was plus four, um, which 
is the best non-bench plus minus overall. Yeah. It, I mean, depending on how much you read into that stat. He was 0 of 3 from 3, uh, shot 33% from the floor. I, I don't it know. It was I guess, odd. I, I, I guess the other one we got to talk about, too, is Jerome Robinson played 21 minutes in this game, which is more than either Jermichael Green or Patrick Patterson. Um, but he wasn't four points. Yeah, he he Excuse did me, have three points. He did manage four fouls. <laughs> he did manage three points, fifty uh, percent shooting. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. My thing is is like if the attempts are that low out there, or are we certain that he's providing enough of anything else to really are you be abandoning so- Rhode Island soaking up more on the floor no I, I just think in close situations in like these close games it's kind of like what's why why yeah is the, is the really the thing yeah because I I have the Cause these aren't even like get your leg under you minutes these are intimidating <laughs> these, are crunch time these are intimidating <laughs> crunch time minutes that if you don't have confidence in normal minutes I don't see how these minutes help yeah it was head scratching Lou did save this game. That was a good way to put it. Um, you called this one. We had a Alonzo random good shooting night. He went four of nine from three. He had a triple double. He had 18, 10, and 11. That was not. Uh, you didn't like that? Enjoy. I didn't like that personally. <laughs> um, but no, this game over. How are you feeling after this game? I, I predicted a loss. So I'm happy I'm wrong. I'm feeling pretty damn good. Like, it was, you know, <laughs> I had some complaints. I had some complaints. I've aired those grievances. I've gotten over them. <laughs> I'm moving on. Um, this is a great way to start a road trip. I mean, this is a team that just snapped the Jazz's winning streak. I'm sure Smoothie... They've been killing it since, like, I'm Christmas. I'm sure Smoothie King Arena was raucous. Yeah, you really have a lot of faith in their home court advantage. I just think once the football season is over, why wouldn't you be watching professional basketball? I mean, hey, I'm not arguing against you. They pay you to get, buy <laughs> tickets. <laughs> I was feeling... This was a nail biter, and I'm happy. I mean, I don't know teams that you want your team to win these games. These crunch time, you know, they, we didn't have Paul George or Mo. They didn't have Drew, which I feel like that's a pretty even trade off. Yeah. Um, Wait, Mo for no, and Paul. You know what gotcha, I mean? Like gotcha. it was, yeah, it was yeah, a good yeah. win the, despite having guys yeah, out. Yeah, you know yeah. Both guys. Um, yeah, both teams were missing key guys. Um, yeah, I felt. I feel good. Kawhi is. I just, I can't wait to watch him play again. What he's doing right now is absurd. Do you think he hits six games with 30 or more? Man, who do we got? Who's up next? We got uh, the Mavs? Maybe. Yeah, I do, actually. I mean, especially in these stretches where, where Paul George is out. Um, I'm loving that, too. I'm not loving that Paul George is out, but the fact that Kawhi's doing this with Paul George out, it's like it's nice to be able to hit your stride without – the other guy there, you know, when you're because he's health wise, it looks like Kawhi's in the middle of a come up. Totally, you know what I mean. Totally. So it's nice he can get into that like full on, and then when Paul George gets eased back in, it's like okay, you can kind of like. Are we worried Solo Kawhi is peaking too early? Not at all. I don't think so. Sometimes the bean kicks in a little early. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that <laughs> does happen. Coming up after this, we're going to be talking the freshies. We're going to be talking the new look team, kind of. We're going to be talking to Michael at the five. But first, Will, I need to hire somebody. How oh, on man. earth can I do that? Let me tell you, when you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Well, 
Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help create your short list of applicants. That's fast. Also add skill add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicants' abilities. Their library of more than 50 skill tests ranges from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at Indeed.com slash locked on and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Damn. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2021. Welcome to the Freshies. Freshy, Freshy, Freshy. <laughs> it's fresh. So this team has looked very fresh lately. It's looked like a new team. Does the Memphis game almost feel years ago at this point? It's funny to look back on that. I don't know if I'd say that. I, I don't know if that it feels years away. I, I think that it's still very fresh in a lot of our minds. I think it's still very fresh in a lot of the guys' minds. But I don't think that that's a bad thing. Interesting. You think they're still thinking about it? Of course they are. Of huh. course they are. I don't know. I think they've. I think they've re. I think they mold on it. Maybe that. After that, you know, because they had a game the very next day, which... They mold on it like a fine wine. Yeah, which almost turned out terribly. Um, but it just... I think they've moved past it. I think Kawhi's play right now is absolutely helping everything. The team goes with his... You know what I mean? Things are going well with him. The team's going well, so it all kind of He's really it. been setting the tone as a leader. Yes. Uh, which I appreciate. Yes. I got to wonder... Um, and, and maybe... Maybe it's less so of a factor now, but do you think that there's any sort of feelings of uneasiness among some of the rotation guys in the locker room? Just knowing the type of silence this front office has as we approach a trade deadline? I don't know. I think... Because like on... In my head, I'm like, oh, I guess it would be easy because you don't know anything is coming, so you can't. I think like, that's you worse. literally do. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, part of me can see being like, well, since I don't know anything is coming, I might as well just not worry about it. That's the much easier said than done. Yeah, the number one fear is the fear of the unknown. Just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, pulled from NBA players. That was the. <laughs> they all wrote the personally unknown. pulled. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think the momentum is helping. Maybe quell some of that because the team has looked a little more cohesive on offense like we're watching Kawhi do these things Trez and Lou are also doing their thing yeah Bev is playing in this kind of new uh more attacking role it seems like he's been a lot more aggressive offensively which we we need and though like and Doc calling more plays I think I think he's calling less plays or no I like The multitude of play. I think they've like trimmed down maybe the number of. Oh plays. yeah, he simplified it. He said he simplified it, but it's like they're just running them over and over, and it's like this is nice. Yeah, he's getting a rhythm. Yeah. So I think that might be quelling any of the concern or anything like that. Totally. I mean, if you're playing good, because the if trade every, rumors, things are working well. You know, there's no real reason to move anybody. Yeah, and it's happening at a time. It's kind of tough timing for them to be playing so well continuity-wise because it's like right before the trade deadline. Totally. Um, things do move fast in the NBA, as we have seen some trades happen already. But, 
But this front office doesn't. I mean, it moved fast to do the Paul George thing, but that feels like an exception. I mean, <laughs> I don't yeah. think they're going to be scrambling or anything like that to make a deal. I mean, they're not going to be scrambling. I, I'm more and more feeling like maybe a deal is going to be made, though. Ooh, we are. We're four and a half games out of first. Yes. Same as the Nuggets, but we're in third due to having played two more games, which is lame. It um, is lame. It is lame. Which we're sitting at the best record in Doc's first 43 games, which is pretty insane to think about, 30-13. Um, it's feeling great right now. I think the momentum, I hope, this this road trip, like you said in the last time, it couldn't have started off any better. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I've tried to put the trade talk out of my mind a little bit, but it's been chattering. Yes. Um, let's talk about not a fresh player, but a refreshing concept that a bunch of people have been talking about that I think, other than the Zubak minutes thing, is the most like universally agreed upon thing among the fan base. What is that? Jermichael may be getting more minutes at the five. Okay. It feels like something... So, Doc said in the last home game press that he likes Jermichael off the bench. He kind of, like, squashed that a little bit. But then Trez took a knock in the New Orleans game. Had people on Twitter talking about having Jermichael at the five. We've, like, he knows that it works. We've seen it. And I know it was a different team. But do you think it's because there hasn't been enough time to practice it? So, I... I think just I, I do think I do think that that's a factor because, um, yeah, they, on, on both ends of the floor, there just has to be a. I, I feel like with Jermichael, the upside is really high, but with Jermichael okay. at the five, I do feel at the same time that the margin for error is a little slimmer. Huh? Uh, just defensively, I can no, just I see where you're going with that. Um, and and he is a good defender, and I mean. You know, sometimes, especially the way Tre- Trez has been playing kind of recently on defense, uh, maybe <laughs> that margin is becoming less slim, that, that margin of error. Um, but I, I think the other thing is, too, is like I think Doc is still struggling with the minutes for his main two guys at the five and like how that's going to be. He's still figuring that out anyway. So I, it's like, yeah. why even try? Why even add a third from Doc's perspective? Totally. Yeah. Totally. Why even add a third? Yeah. Why add a third thing to that? Um, you know that I love Jamaica at the five. Like, yes. I, I'm a fan of the experiment um, until it proves catastrophically wrong. <laughs> until gonna, it completely implodes. I'm going to keep championing it. But hell, man, I'm just ready for even more Jamaica minutes at the four. What the hell is very, going on? That's very true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, we should just Jerome Robinson and Rodney Magruder both played more minutes against the Pelicans and Jamichael Green. I mean, if it's a health thing, then maybe don't let's not play him at all. Play him at all. See, I think we this is where I agree, but I think we have to. I But I, then again, if we have to, why isn't he playing? I don't know. It's a weird yeah, see the we, rotations are the most frustrating thing right now. With the with Doc's situation. We but we have been behind the eight ball with that due to Injuries and stuff. Terrence Mann has kind of fallen off. Yes. Out of the rotation. Through some shooting reasons, through some defensive reasons. Is there any chance that Jerry West, he's going to play a lot words, actually happen? 
He did say, I will say, he did give it by the end of the season. We oh, will, that's true. And he, he didn't did, necessarily he did say he's going to play a lot. He said, we will be seeing, a, by the end of the season, <laughs> we will be seeing a lot more of Terrence Mann. Okay. And a lot more than none <laughs> really is technically is really, really vague. That's a really good point. That could be five We minutes. were all snorting lines of hope, playbook event. <laughs> yeah. I know we all, we were pretty inter- jacked. we all interpreted that as meaning one very specific <laughs> thing, but... As Jerry's lawyer, I will say <laughs> <You are> advised. <laughs> um, <laughs> that he didn't necessarily say in so many words that he would be a starter or Yeah. He got five seconds of time in the Pelicans <laughs> game, which is less Sundari- than Sundarius yeah. <laughs> minutes. That's that's one and a half Sundarius is. <laughs> um No, I hope I hope he kinda does his thing in the G League. Fee's been playing pretty well in the G League. It's kinda up and down, but it's looked okay. Yeah. Um I was looking at Motley's stats in the G League. Okay. Not bad. No. Still not shooting very well from the three, but that, I mean, I don't know that that's gonna come to yeah, be a reliable piece of his game. Fee's been stre- streaky too, but he's been shooting better uh, than Terrence, which is kind of frustrating. Totally, you won't see that go up. Anything else in the freshies? Nah, nothing else is fresh. It's all come on up after this. We got some shavings, but first, if you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Lockdown to reach sports fans. But you might not know that Locked On Clippers is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Clippers fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Clippers fans and a predominantly uh, well-educated audience with disposable income, you know everyone here listening to this has a bunch of money. Then let's put your company right here on the Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text word advertising to 33777 or visit LockdownPodcast.com slash advertising. Let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve Lockdown Advertising success. Once again, text word advertising to 33777 or visit LockdownPodcast.com slash advertising. All right. So it is time to open up the shavings drawer. Oh, yeah. What's wiggling around in there? Oh, a bunch of starting lineups are hanging out in the shavings drawer. <laughs> 19 up to this point. Again. They're really clogging up this whole damn drawer. Again, leading the league in lineups played for what I'm assuming is probably going to be the third year in a row or something. I know we definitely did last year. Uh, and 17, 18, we might have too. 17, 18, we definitely did. Uh, we set a team record in 1718, I believe. Um, yeah, that. Uh, despite that, we mentioned in the last segment, we are currently 30 and 13, the best 43 game start to any season. Doc Rivers is coach for the Clippers. We had a user ask us this for a Twitter Tuesday, I think, last week uh, if the players are just going to get used to not really having continuity. I think that's kind of what's happened. Uh, and I, in a good way. Yeah. I think Doc's done a good job of kind of preparing them of being like, look, apparently this is how things are going to go from this point on. <laughs> like, everyone's going to be taking Doc's the whole time. Well, and I think that a, a big... Um, I think that's something that's kind of bolstering that, like, players just working together without having continuity. It's honestly Patrick Beverly taking a lot more control over the, the, play, the play calling. The offense um, as a whole. Yeah, and, nice. and the offense as a whole. I think that Doc giving him his playbook, obviously he's only done that with two other players. Um, so that you know, like that's huge. And I just think that it helps the flow of the team a little bit more to not have to be like looking off the court to to, to go off Doc's lead. For sure. And and that's not to say I'm not, I'm not discrediting Doc obviously as a as the as yeah, the yeah, head yeah. of the team or the playmate or the play caller or anything like that. But 
just seeing just seeing those guys take on that kind of responsibility um especially someone who's as consistent in the lineup like as as Patrick Beverly yeah for sure yeah he's in there <laughs> I, I feel like that that does help mitigate some of those kind of inconsistencies um because he you know you still know you still have someone that you can lean on, someone that you can look to. And you know what you're getting this. every time. 100%. 100%. Um, and then I would also cite Kawhi just being able to work uh, in the pick and roll with every big that we have. <laughs> yeah, anyone who can run. And, and <laughs> I think, if we, yeah, and I think even if we end up, do, we, you know, continuity or, or whatever it is that allows us to run more Jermichael at the five, whenever it is that that happens, I, I expect that to continue as well. Um, just that same sort of communication that he has with, you know, both of the other bigs. So I don't know why it wouldn't work for a heads up guy like Jamichael. Yeah, a guy who's always in the right place at the right <laughs> yeah. time, pretty much. Yeah, the kind of being able to rest on certain things, like the like you know being okay, like resting on the fact you know what you're getting with Beverly, resting on the fact you know that Kawhi can run the pick and roll with pretty much anyone else on the team. Mm-hmm. I think you're totally right. That makes things easier. I. Th- does it what do we think playoffs wise is where I think we maybe see Jamichael at the five as like a disruptor thing that just kind of popped into my head I don't uh, but if it's against a smallerish team I don't know you know it's, it's wishful thinking more than it's definitely anything. possible I, I think if we're not seeing it it didn't know, we, catch on too much last year until it did end. catch on. It, it, yeah, it did catch on a lot more later in the playoffs. But that was a team that, that like construction wise, made. I mean, like against the Warriors, that that definitely made it sense. Um, so I guess TBD on that. Doc has said before he's not like a big fan of like throwing out some tricks. Yeah. Um, in the in the playoffs. Um, it takes some unfortunate dominoes to fall, I think, for Jermichael to end up at the five consistently. Uh, I don't know if would, I agree with that. It would take some injuries. I don't think so. I think all it would take is maybe don't play Trez 18 minutes straight <laughs> down the stretch of games. <laughs> down the stretch of games. That's uh, a good call. Jermichael, and there, you know, there's five minutes for Jermichael at the five right there. Speaking of not playing Trez 18 minutes of the game, not really actually, uh, there was an anonymous former executive, Clipper Hollicks wrote a piece about this, thinks that uh, the Clippers should trade for Steven Adams, which is a trade thing that we've heard kicked around before. People love Steven Adams. People love Steven Adams. He's making $26 million a year. A trade involving uh, Mo, of course, any trade that has a $26 million player is going to involve Mo. Then Trez, Rome, and Derek Walton Jr. There's also one where you can swap out uh, like Magruder with Rome and Derek Walton Jr., but I don't think that would get it done. And then probably plus, I'm assuming, our pick. Yeah, most likely. Because, I mean, yeah. Why would the Thunder not want that, too? Um, Shout out to that anonymous former executive. I don't really see us <laughs> doing any more with That's huge. Oklahoma. Yeah, I also thought that, too. I was like, dude, so we're just giving Oklahoma, like, all everybody? <laughs> like, like I, I don't think we're doing that. That'd be so crazy. Uh, I could be incorrect. Like, here's everything. I don't really see it happening. <laughs> I, I don't... This would be such a big swing. This is interesting because, you know... It's interesting all these trades have us keeping Zoo, despite him not getting a bunch of minutes right now. You know what I mean? 
Yes. Well, I, th- I think that, I guess depending on the team, but for his offense, I would say Trez is maybe the more attractive for sure. But, yeah. you know, I mean, like on the flip side, Zoo is an elite defender. Yeah. Um, Rim protector, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it happening either. It's such a big swing. It's so many players going out who we've yeah. Once again, I don't think their roster can can deal with can take four in for one out. Yeah, losing three guys on this. We've already had to use the depth so much. Yeah, Magruder's getting thirty minutes a game apparently now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, anything else in the shavings drawer? No, that's it. We've got a good one coming up on Tuesday. We're gonna have a preview of that game against the Mavs. We're going to be taking questions for Twitter Tuesday, so make sure you send those in. We'll be asking for those, of course, on Twitter. That is at LockedOnClips, at Charles Mockler, at Will Updike. You can send those to us anytime you want. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, Check us out on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Deezer, all those good things. Rate, Spotify, rate, review. I have been positive Chuck Mockler. I'm William the Opinion Updike. Appreciate you.